Well, good morning and Happy New Year. Thank you for turning in and uh, listening to the Wealth Guardians radio show, the very first show for 2021. And yes, Bryce is still with me. Hey, Thank Bryce. merciful heavens. <laughs> uh, uh, last show of 2020 is out the window. The new show for 2021 is here. Good morning, 20. I have been waiting almost 365 days for this one. Mm. Woo, Doug. Happy New Year to you. You too, sir. How was everything for uh, for your holiday season? It was great. You know, we uh, always shut the office down for that week of uh, Christmas, New Year's, and it's nice to recharge and get away. And, uh, you know, our family uh, is blessed. We found out we're going to have a new daughter-in-law soon. Is that not great news mm-hmm. or what? Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Which, of course, when you have a new daughter-in-law, at some point that means you have new grandkids grandkids at some point down the road we're looking forward to that i know you are you love (laughs) your grandkids very good and sherry had a a good holiday season as well yeah we did uh i mean it was nice and restful not not a lot going on but uh just uh you know great family time outstanding outstanding you got any new year's resolutions you know i don't make any resolutions per se neither do i i did kind of do a crazy challenge to myself what is that so uh, I uh, I challenge myself to do a million meters on my rowing machine this year. Now you got a rowing machine, so you just got it, or you've had no, it? No, I've had it. You have, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I've just gotten back into rowing pretty seriously. Okay, it's All great right. exercise. How many hours is a million meters? Well, let's see. I mean, that's, is there even a million seconds in a year? It takes me about twenty four minutes to do five thousand meters. Okay. 20 or a million meters is a little over 600 and some miles. So if you break the math down, essentially I have to do about 20,000 meters a week. Okay. All right. Which is doable. Four days working out, that's 5,000 per exercise. That's good. Okay. Very good. All right. So uh, power to you on that one. And, uh, you know, I don't don't do New Year's resolutions at all either, though I did get a – Recently, I got an exercise bike uh, for my office at, at the house, uh, one of those uh, spinner bikes, which is really nice. But uh, as far as uh, Bell and myself, we we splurged for the holidays and got ourselves a one of those full blown zero gravity massage chairs for the living room. Kicked out <laughs> kicked out one of the recliners and put that in there. Man, I tell you, that is the best money I've ever spent. <laughs> I just sit in there for an hour a night and just let that thing go to town on my back. It is wonderful. So you got to come over sometime and try it. You guys will probably end up getting one of those massage beds to go with it. Uh, what, you know, one of the magic <laughs> finger things like they used to have in the hotels? I don't know about that, but it dropped the quarters in. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's good money. I'm, I'm very happy for it. So I'm happy for you. I'm happy for uh, my ourselves getting the massage chair. And I am happy for 2021 and what that means for the Wealth Guardians. We, uh, we really do look forward to uh, seeing all of our new clients that will be coming through our doors this year. You know, a lot of people retired in 2020 unfortunately a lot of them that weren't expecting to uh retired uh though they weren't planning on it and so folks if you think that you are planning on retiring in 2021 well then we would love you not just to tune in today but tune in every week uh at this time on this channel and listen to what uh sound advice we might have on retirement planning and this is going to be the start of it for 2021 yeah you know in today's show i think we got a good one lined up we're going to talk about retirement lifestyles what can you expect when you go into retirement what do you want to do that kind of thing different people have different plans they different sure ideas do. they yep. sure do you know 
Before we get going here, let me um, start the new year out, as we always do, starting the show out by the right way. saying thank you so much to all of our veterans, our first responders for whatever you do, and especially you folks out there uh, putting the vaccine in people's arms. We appreciate you so much. Absolutely. And I want to give a special shout out to the kids out there that might be listening if your mom or dad was not around for the holidays because they are dedicating their time and their service uh, to our country, kids, thank you. You too are heroes. I know that you're making a little sacrifice out there by not having your mom or dad around, but the rest of us, and especially us at the Wealth Guardians, do appreciate that. Thank you, and thank your mom and dad for us because we do appreciate their service as well. So one other great thing that happened, uh, I guess it happened really before the holidays, is uh, uh, Sherry and I re- reunited with uh, my best friend's widow. Okay. I know that sounds kind of weird. Yeah, my, my best friend uh, passed away unexpectedly in 2006, and we were best friends and, you know, did vacations with, with him and, and his wife and even took the kids uh, when they were young down to Disney together. And we were planning on our retirement being some of the same, you yeah. know, traveling together. Rodney and I played golf all, all the time, but... You know, it was tough on her after he passed away so uh, so quickly and unexpectedly. He's only 49. Wow. Yeah, it was a heart attack. And um, she had a tough time being with us because it just reminded her too mm. much of, of Rod. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, uh, we reconnected, uh, had a great time right before the holidays. She is a school nurse in the DOD system at Fort Bragg, and she is contemplating retirement. And like many people going into retirement, she has a completely different idea of a lifestyle. Okay. Uh, She's still a widow, still unmarried, hasn't really met anybody yet. But her goal is to have two houses, the one that she has now in Fayetteville. Okay. And then another little mountain place that she can get up to. A lot of people in this area like that concept. You, I mean, you as well. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we see that a lot. A lot of folks go down to Florida. And in the summer times, they come up to the North Carolina mm-hmm. Mountains yep. and uh, get out of the heat uh, of Florida in the summer. So, you know, that's one way to do a retirement lifestyle, have the two-house concept sure. back and forth. And it's wonderful if, if you can do something mm-hmm. uh, like that. So uh, that's her idea. You and I are going to be working on her retirement plan for her pretty soon. And uh, i gotta got to sneak in suspicion she's going to be able to do it outstanding i look forward to working on that with her so what we're going to be talking about today is different lifestyles that one might envision for themselves and try to plan around for retirement so uh let's see here got the two house solution got the two house solution we got the rv life coming up we have a number of clients who are big into the rvs the fifth wheelers they've either been doing it for a while or they're just ready to buy it and they have set their goals they have got the u.s map out and where they're going to be taking that baby and uh, that is a lifestyle but the question is how long do you maintain that lifestyle is that something you want to do into your 80s and your 90s or where where is the line drawn or do you even know and then what what rv do you want to get do you want the airstream type rv yeah we've got a client who just swears by them Mm -hmm. and i didn't know this he told me that actually there are RV parks that are specifically for Airstream. So if you brought a Winnebago in there, they're not going to let you in. Okay. (laughs) I had no idea. 
Okay. Well, yeah. So, folks, as we start to talk about this, uh, start thinking yourself. You know, is is my retirement one year out? Is it five years out? What do I want my retirement to look like? And you know, traveling or having the traveling via an RV is one thing that a lot of people want to do. Is that something that interests you? You've got to ask yourself that. Is having two houses? Maybe you've already got two houses. Do you want a third? Um, or do you want to buy that first, second house or just know whether or not that's even a, a remote possibility to uh, think about? So I want you to start asking yourselves, what do I see retirement looking like for myself? We're going to go over some of the other different lifestyles that Doug and I see uh, come before us. Uh, some are very imaginative. Mm-hmm. And some are very simple and uh, relaxing. So that's what we're going to ask you to do throughout this show here. Doug, let's do one more here before we uh, move to the trivia question in the break. All um, right, you pick one. Uh, well, let's go to that. the kind of the polar opposite of the RV life is the front porch. Mm, yeah. And, you know, some people have worked hard their entire life or like my stepfather, he was an engineer with um, one of the big uh, uh, war uh, machine companies, and he hated traveling. He hates traveling now, and all he wants to do in retirement is relax. And he, he does some things around town, but the last thing he wants to do is get on a plane and go anywhere. He did that yeah. his whole work life. So sometimes folks just want to sit on the front porch, have some music going, maybe work in the front yard do a few little things with their neighbors. That's a complete opposite of somebody who uh, maybe has uh, not been able to travel much and they want to get out in that RV. So complete opposites, and we see them both all the time in here, don't we? Yeah, and I can understand somebody whose whole working career they spent, you know, as a road warrior. Uh, My dad was one of them. He left on Mondays, came back on Fridays. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hotels get uh, old pretty quick. They do. They do indeed. So, folks, if, um, you know, Doug and I are really passionate about helping people in the triad become well-prepared for retirement. And, you know, just as we do each week on the radio, we want to invite you to call us or, or go online and secure a complimentary financial review with our team. We done it. We did it all through 2020, and we want to do it now through 2021 as well. Yeah, and I want to challenge you to take action and do it right now, not because I'm trying to be pushy, but it's kind of my first step in coaching you to a better financial place. I know from years and years of experience that those who procrastinate make the most mistakes and they regret not taking action sooner. They absolutely do. So, folks, take your first step in 2021 to getting a full-blown financial plan, one that will go out and to you and through retirement by calling us at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or go online to thewealthguardians.com and click the blue button to schedule your second opinion with us right now. So, Doug. Um, stump me time, right? It's, it's stump Doug time. 2021, we're going to break out a, uh, I think, an easy one for you here. <laughs> so here's our trivia question before we go to break. On January 3rd, 1959, Doug, you were uh, about five years old at this point. Mm, younger than that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the USA upgraded the Stars and Stripes, uh, Old Glory, okay. From 48 stars to 49 stars with the addition of Alaska. My question to you and everyone else out there, how long did the 48-star flag wave? Oh, good question. All right, folks, stick around through the break. We will be back in just a few minutes with some more lifestyles of the retired and more Wealth Guardians info for you. Stick around. 
And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio show, the first one of 2021. Thank you for sticking around for us through the break, folks. You know, if you're out there, and I know that you are because you're listening to me, and you're five to seven years from retirement, and you want to confirm that you are making the best decisions for your retirement, whether it's in 2021 or 2022, or sometime shortly thereafter, well, we still have good news for you this year, just like we did last year. We offer a no-cost, no-obligation second review so that you can learn how we help you retire the job, yet keep the paycheck. All you have to do is pick up that cellular device or that landline and dial 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409, or visit us at www.thewealthguardians.com. So, folks, uh, before we went to the break there, uh, we had a trivia question for Doug and for everybody else out there, and the trivia question was this. On January 3rd, 1959, the USA upgraded Old Glory from 48 stars to 49 stars with the addition of Alaska. The question is, how long did the 48-star flag wave? And Doug, you were uh, in your prime back I was at the barely two. <laughs> All right, I, I guess I can't do math very well. I thought you were about five. Um, no. Okay, so you were barely two. So you were in your prime. How long did the forty-eight star flag wave? Well, I guess that would require me to know the states before Hawaii and Alaska that got admitted to the union, and I'm drawing a blank. Okay, I'm gonna guess thirty years. Well, no, 48, 48 stars to 49 stars. Oh, okay. So Alaska was the 40, became the 48th. Oh, Alaska was 48th. So when did we start waving the 49 star flag is my question. I don't know. Okay. So uh, I, I might have just said that part incorrectly. On January 3rd, 1959, the USA upgraded the Stars and Stripes from 48 stars to 49 stars. How long did we wave? I, I did say this wrong. How long did we wave the 49 star flag? Oh, okay. Yeah, not long. That's true. That's true. I, I not long. Don't even think it was a year, was it? Nope. It was not even a year. It was seven months and 18 days okay. because uh, Hawaii became a state only seven months after Alaska became a state. So if you go out there and you find a, one of those antique shops or whatnot, a 48, a 49 star flag. It's got to be valuable. It's pretty, it's, it didn't fly for a long time. No. So yeah. So there you go, folks. If you got that question right. Congratulations, Doug. I, I I I might have said 48 instead of 49 on that. That's a great way to start out 2020, isn't it? <laughs> 2021. Well, Jeez. you stumped me, though. Okay, well, I stumped you because I might have said the question wrong. That's a great way to start this off. All right. All right, so what are we talking about here, Doug? We are talking about the different lifestyles that people might think about um, engaging yep. in in retirement. And we talked about in the first segment the two-house solution, people who might want to have a house uh, you know, down here or somewhere else, and then a house up in the mountains or whatnot, and kind of a summer home or and a in a winter home type of thing. We talked about those who want to get an RV or or uh, get their RV uh, all customized and hit out on the open road and see all the places there are to see. We have a lot of clients who do that as well. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the people who just want to finally relax for Pete's sakes and not necessarily just have tea out on the front porch, but no real grand plans. They don't want to travel. They don't want to get into some going anywhere or moving or getting that second house. They just want to relax at their house, enjoy things, garden, hang out with the friends and the neighbors. We also have people who want to move to a new location, mm -hmm. maybe where uh, it is conducive to the types of activities 
that they want to uh, engage in in retirement. Doesn't mean that they want to travel, but wherever they're at, because it was a convenient for work, might mean that they want to move somewhere else. You know, I have not seen this one come up that much. You know, the first three we talked about, that's a we vast that majority of what we, we see. But this next one's interesting. Well, it is. I think there might be a reason that we don't see it is because probably if somebody says, hey, I want to move out of this location to another location, say Asheville. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be looking for a financial advisor in Asheville where they're going to be living. So if they're planning on moving up there, that might be why we don't see a lot of people coming to us for financial advice and then turning around and moving yeah. because they want to have that close connection. And maybe some of you out there came down to this area. You've moved down here, maybe because your grandkids are here. We have we have some people like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. That happens. In fact, one of our, one of our Lynn, who uh, works with us, uh, moved down here to be closer to her grandkids. And so maybe if you're moving to this area or have just moved to this area and you had a financial advisor where you were, but you do value that in-person type of relationship and not just having a relationship over the phone or long distance, well, then you know we're here in town. Yeah. We're, we're in the Winston greater Winston-Salem, Greensboro area, and we'd love to sit down with you as well and see what uh, services we can provide you now that you're going into retirement in this new location. So this next one up is move to a college town. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. Reason being, they say they want to be close to health care. Uh, they want to be able to get uh, education if they want to go back to school, whatever. Uh, maybe even attend some music and drama at the, at the school. I haven't seen a whole lot of that, but although I, I suggest that uh, you could classify the triad as a college town. Well, yeah, personally. Wake. High Point. UNCG. High Point University. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We have plenty of people retiring in this area. We do, yeah. And uh, you mentioned Asheville. Yeah. That's a college town. Yep. Charlotte, not so much. I mean, we have UNCC. Uh, we That's have a, a big metropolis that I don't know that people want to retire to the big metropolis. Yeah. They want to get out of the big yeah, city. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, college towns. I hadn't thought of that, but uh, why not? Some um, some things that, you know, that is, I you know, I went to school in Boulder and uh, I lived in Asheville for a while. A lot of people retire to those areas. Boulder would be a nice place. It would be, yeah, if you're okay with winters. Uh, I I lived out in Colorado most of my life, and uh, I'm done with snow. I, I'm happy to have it just snow here a couple times a year. We might be getting snow uh, here uh, any day now, as I heard on the weather, but uh, I'm done with snow. But, yeah, some people want to retire up there in the snow. You've got a uh, – don't you have uh, one of your sons lives up that way? Well, our younger son, who's bringing us the, uh, the uh, daughter-in-law, is uh, – in Colorado, and I suspect he is going to stay there. Is your daughter-in-law a Coloradan? Yeah. What part? Where, where is she from? Um, they're all around the Denver area. Okay. So you've got Bronco blood in you now. Are you oh, no, 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 no. She's not a Bronco fan? Well, I don't know about her, but I'm not. <laughs> you've got Bronco blood in the family, my friend. <laughs> actually, my son, my son can actually see their training facility from his apartment. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay. Doug, uh, this next one, uh, this is what a lot of people like to do in retirement. Number six, and you are no stranger to this yourself, mm. the golf course. Mm-hmm. The golf course, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Doug, you have played most of your life, and well, no, I started playing late in life. Actually, oh, did you for a golfer? Oh, okay. Yeah, when I joined Merrill Lynch, the boss said you need to learn how to play this game. <laughs> and, and said, you hadn't yes, played sir. before that at all. No, never okay. swung a club. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm so bad now. Well, so, you know that is having a uh, uh, somebody retire in a private community, your place down in Charlotte. 
you live on the, golf on the greens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number 14. <laughs> off of team number 14 and uh a lot of people there aren't probably too many people in there who aren't close to retirement yeah you know our our neighborhood is probably about half and half is that right yeah uh, about half are retired and half uh close to it close to it uh my next door neighbor just retired in august from american airlines so uh, we got quite a few retirees now yeah it's one way to stay healthy it's a, it's an easy way to stay healthy you're not it's not a lot of physical exertion, um, but it certainly keeps you active, and you get to do it with uh, friends. So, you know, I don't know how many people would start off learning to golf in retirement, but um, if you if you've done that, there is no shortage of people out there who want to be near a golf course for retirement. Now, let me ask you something about golf. You're okay. a disc golfer. I'm a disc golfer. We do call you, ball golf, and we call it disc golf. Do you see a lot of retirees playing disc golf? You know, because it got it, it doesn't have the long history that golf does. It only got started in the '60s. Disc golf did, and it didn't really become popular until the '90s. So you don't see. I'm I'm 52, and I play when I play in a tournament or a match. I play in what's called the Grandmasters. That means anybody over 50. And uh, there's a handful of us out there. We're certainly not the majority, but I think it would not surprise me about 10. 15 years from now that you start seeing uh, disc golf retirement communities popping up just like mm, you've got just like you've got golf uh, retirement communities they haven't happened yet but to have a really nice private disc golf course that you can live right around and just jump out there is the same exact uh, that would be a dream of mine to have that <laughs> out there just like so many people want to retire with golf but yeah. they haven't happened yet but i think there will be something on the horizon at some point yeah. Doug, what else do we have? Oh, let's see here. We've got uh, follow a passion is next. You know, this is an interesting one because it just started occurring to me uh, in the last couple of weeks. When I come home, uh, you know, oftentimes we work till 730 or whatnot here. I get home, I eat, and I want to do something around the house that is uh, not exerting but relaxing more so than just watching TV. And I think to myself, what is it that I want to do? And so I'm thinking of really taking up a hobby. I don't really, other than disc golf, I don't have a hobby. And I thought, do I want to start building models? I used to do that when I was a kid. I'd like to do that. But I have a, my brother-in-law up in New York is a master whittler. Mm. He works with wood. And he has made, you know, he makes these cool puzzles and things. He's a construction worker too, but he really enjoys that. And I I'm, I might be leaning toward trying to dip my toes into whittling. So folks, if you're out there and, and you are a whittler or know somebody who is, and there's some society, please float me an email of uh, some groups around here or some website that I might be able to uh, look into and see if this is something I'd be interested in. But yeah, follow a passion, find something that you want to do and, and why, Doug, this is important. This one is really important. And why is it important? Because a lot of people don't have a passion when they're working regular routine hours for the last 30 or 40 years. And then suddenly they stop retiring and they're they're left wondering what to do with their time. Yeah, this story reminds me of one of our clients who his passion is he makes these beautiful wooden bowls. Yes. And he has an eBay yes. store he sells them on. In yeah. fact, one bowl um, he brought, uh, I fell in love with, and I bought it for our conference room. Yeah. So it's sitting in our conference room right now. But yeah, nothing wrong with following a passion. It could be more than a craft. It could be, I knew one guy retired and became a pastor. Mm-hmm. Something completely different than what you've ever done before. Nice. 
Yeah. Nice. So. But that's important because you're going to have a lot of free time. You might not the first year because you're getting all these projects done mm -hmm. around the house and people say, I'm more busy now than I ever was in work. That's going to run out. You're going to get all those projects completed at some point and then you're going to be wondering what to do. Don't just sit there and twiddle your thumbs. Find a passion for yourself. And as a financial planner, we want to help you figure out how much does that passion following it going to cost and can we help you financially plan around it? So folks, we, we're wrapping things up here. Um, um, please, if any of this sounds interesting to you or you do think that you're going to be uh, looking more seriously toward retirement in the next couple of years, then we would love in 2021 to sit down with you and help you uh, figure out a financial plan toward reaching whatever your retirement goal might be. All you have to do is call us at 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409 or visit us on the web www.thewealthguardians.com we would very much like to uh, sit down with you and see what services we can provide for you in 2021 doug happy new year to you happy new year to you and folks uh, my takeaway here is follow your passion there you go that's our theme for 2021 follow your passion follow your passion Folks, you all have a good rest of the weekend out there, and we will see you next weekend at the same time. Take care.